Welcome to DeFi Expectations. Today we've got Juicy Jay on from the Sumatra Fitness Squad. Uh, Jay, how you doing? Hey, I'm all good. How y'all doing today? Pretty good. Excellent. Awesome. So, awesome. yeah, uh, thanks for hopping on with us. I'm sure that uh, things are pretty crazy over on your end right now. It's been hectic, and but yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's cool to connect with you guys and just talk to more people in the space. It's always, it's always a lot of fun. Yeah, how many, uh, like, how long have you guys been doing this project for now? Well, we've been working on it. We probably started working on it in like May. Um, oh, wow. We didn't, we, we didn't really, I mean, we were kind of had the idea. We started working on the art. I mean, I don't think we really even started marketing it until maybe six weeks ago. So you think you've been like actually working on it live for like six weeks now? Yeah, I think so. We, we had a Twitter up, I want to say in August, and then okay. we dropped within uh, maybe four weeks. So pro probably around there. But, you know, obviously working on the roadmap, working on the art, all that kind of stuff was a pretty significant amount of time before then. Can you share a bit with oh. us about yourself and how you became interested in NFTs? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I've been kind of interested in the crypto space you know I, I wish i could say i'm like a, i've been a hardcore DeFi guy for a while but to be honest my siblings i've got you know brothers and a sister and they they've been really into it um so i got into it probably last year got into nfts especially when top shot came around um late last year early this year is when i really really got into it um we ended up kind of looking at ways that we could use an nft to provide value for people i mean just like a lot of these projects that are coming out trying to provide utility that's really gonna provide some you know have a decent value proposition um for me i'm in i'm, I'm into fitness i'm an iron man triathlete so i i figured if it could be fitness oriented that would be great and if it had a social or philanthropic aspect to it i think that always adds some to it so that's how we kind of came up with the sumatra fitness squad yeah i see you guys are doing like a twenty thousand dollar donation to help save orangutan habitats yeah it's it's actually to orangutan outreach um their twitter handle is red apes and they're they're pretty involved in the nft community i think their profile picture is actually a, a board ape um but yeah, we're, we're, we're doing that at 70%, 75% sellout. We're, I think, just over 60 right now. So we're, we're getting there. We're pumped too. We've adopted, I don't know if you guys have kept up with our Twitter too. Oh, I, you've got it on the screen there. Um, we've adopted a few orangutans through orangutan outreach, just kind of through the process as we're going, just to show our support for them. Uh, but we're excited to, the $20,000 check is obviously the big goal. Wow, I had no idea. When did you guys hop up to eighteen thousand? I feel like last time I checked, it was still in yeah. The you know what's funny is we did. It's really crazy. We did a couple of giveaways with. I believe they were the the people hosting them were Indonesian and they had a lot of followers. So we've gotten a bunch of good feedback from people over there who have heard that we're supporting the orangutans and things like that. I mean. A lot of them, I don't think, are actually in the NFT space. So it's a it's kind of a weird overlap, but it is really cool. People will pop in the Discord or they'll come into my Twitter spaces and things like that. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, when did you guys do that giveaway? Because I swear, like, it was single digits last time I looked. Yeah, yeah. We were at probably, I think, like, seven or maybe 8,000. And then we mm -hmm. probably held, like, eight or ten giveaways when we when we started. I want to say it was, it was probably around ten days ago that we probably okay. had a decent amount of giveaways. I think it was the fact that we just piled them all right on top of each other. So how many, um, I was going to say, like, how many of the uh, characters have you saved at this point for giveaways? Like, have you, do you mint those beforehand and then just hold on to them and not release them on OpenSea? Yeah. 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 We admin mint them. We tried, I, you know, honestly, I try if I can to do them as I go. That way oh, okay. I don't know the rarity of it. You know, that way I can say, hey, you want a Tang and this is the, you know, I follow the same token ID that way. If you get a, you know, you get whichever one's next, then it's not like, oh, I'm handpicking the rares to keep in my yeah. pocket or something. Um, yeah, that's cool. Sometimes it gets hectic and I can't, but I try to make it as equitable as possible. So it mm -hmm. seems like there's a lot of different features you design on each of these apes. Are they all different rarities or, or it sounds like they're yep. just all Yeah, we have, I want to say 230 different traits. So they're very, very unique. I mean, you could have, it's it's pretty common for them to have like, I think the highest we would get is something that maybe it's got like 10% of the collection has it, but most are much uh, less than that. We just wanted them to, there were a lot of variants that we liked. There were a lot that we felt represented the brand. There was a lot that we just thought were fun. So we didn't want to narrow it down too much, even though we're a smaller collection, even though we're only, you know, 3,333. What made you arrive on that number? We originally were going to do 10,000. Um, it's funny. I consulted with some people on Twitter who I trust. And some of them told me, go with a smaller collection, especially those like, you know, I'm in the, uh, I've been in the gutter cat gang for a while. They're a small collection. Yeah. And that's made that community stronger. I talked to some with, you know, larger numbers and, just kind of came up with, we originally were going to do 10,000. We dropped it because we didn't really, it felt like we wanted a tight-knit community, especially as we're already planning, you know, companion airdrops and things like that. So we don't want to like over inundate the community in a way where it, A, might bring down the floor price if you're adding a, a new a new companion or something. And really built like a tight knit, tight knit community where everyone's say is going to be a little bit more important with how the community moves forward. Yeah. And actually um, that kind of brought up something else. So like, I guess like why, why'd you choose the eighties vibe? Cause I am a huge fan of like the eighties and early nineties style. Um, yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten into synth wave music over the last like year and a half. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. In fact, it was, it was funny. I was actually at the grocery store earlier this morning and uh, one of the synth wave artists that I really liked, he hit me up. He's like, I'm sorry. It took me a year to get back to you, <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> oh, like, cool. Oh shit. I'm, yeah. I'm like, Oh shit. Well, cool. I'm glad that you finally did. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, we just, yeah. you know, honestly, it was just kind of like, a, uh, we always thought it was cool. We always kind of, it was, there's kind of a mix, you know, there's like the 80s kind of leotard workout stuff. And then there's like some like run DMC, LL Cool J type stuff. And it, I, I, A, I thought it would be kind of funny. The orangutans are kind of like the, the more gentler looking apes. They're not, they don't exactly have the 
the rep like the reputation that you might get from like a silverback gorilla or a chimpanzee so i thought the storyline was funny and the time the timeline the music the clothing it all just i felt made up for a better story and looked cooler yeah and i'm an i'm an 80s baby i was born in 89 yeah so yeah i'm 85 so that's awesome I'm, I'm yeah i mean all my my like youngest memory is one of my youngest memories i'll say i'm not gonna say my first <laughs> yeah, yeah. my my uh my second was uh me dancing to millie vanilli at the marriott <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny like my older siblings like i have a couple older brothers and it was just like i we would just uh i would wear like their man it was crazy like i i, I have pictures of me when i was a kid wearing like parachute pants <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, because I, I grew up in the 90s, obviously, you know, uh -huh. but it's it's just it is kind of funny. It's nostalgic, yeah, I, I can say. Yeah, I have a similar love for it. I'm 89. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, speaking of like the uh, the orangutans, what made you guys go with monkeys or apes in general? Because there's I mean, like there's a lot of those out there. So what made yeah. you guys go with that? And then like what made you you know what like what do you feel is unique about what you're doing because one of the things that yeah. i loved about yeah. it was like your characters have almost like a 3d look to them mm -hmm. right so like a lot of them are just like side profile characters and i really liked the way that these almost looked like three-dimensional so are they designed 3d or are they just 2d but like from a side view almost yeah it's kind of like so it's a 2d i, I would say it's just like a more detailed 2d we, we had, um, so like one of our, I would call him a consultant. He's not necessarily a team member, was originally doing the art. It wasn't really, it, it was kind of, I wouldn't say it would be great art. So the guy we're using now is a professional animator. Um, and we, you know, obviously we thought it was a better fit. Looks awesome. We went with the orangutans really. It, it's funny you say that in, in hindsight, it's like, you know, when we were thinking about this in May, it was like the space moves so quick. You know, by the time we were done with the art, getting ready to launch, we had all these different animal projects coming out. You know, I wonder I wonder if I could go back in time, if we would like decide on another spin to it instead of, you know, because that is one thing I get that question a lot is like, what makes you not just another animal project? And, you know, we point to the roadmap and you know, we obviously have a community fund and a, and a grant fund. Um, but I like the orangutans. The The reason that we really did the orangutans at first was because the orangutans, they've got like a totally, well, I think I said it before, they just have a totally different reputation than most other great apes, you know? Most people think of the orangutans as like gentle, soft, you know, they're not like uh, chimps, absolutely just like strong massive like a silverback gorilla so i thought it would be kind of what's what's the word ironic maybe to use them in like a fitness position but yeah i think that what makes us different probably would be the art the storyline but i think more importantly is the roadmap you know i think we are the first fitness oriented nft um but also we have our community fund and our grant fund so most of this money is going to be reinvested into the project, into growing the community, into giving back to causes that community that the community wants to support, um, and that's what we're most pumped about. 
Speaking about the fitness aspect, I just recently found out about the Strava Club. Is that how you pronounce it? Strava yeah. or Strava? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, can you tell us a little more about this? Because, yeah, I was like, this is a really unique take on a uh, project, something I've never seen. So, yeah, what are you saying? Right. First, I've never personally seen it. So, yeah, I'd love to know more about that because I haven't even had time to really look into it yet. Right, right. Well, Strava is it's really popular in the fitness community. You know, if you ask somebody who's like, if they're a runner or a cyclist or something, or if they, if they, they, they would know what Strava is. It's not as popular, obviously for the population, for the, you know, the general population, but I, it's picking up a lot of steam. Um, it's more, it's a, it's a, an exercise tracking app. So it could link up to your Peloton, to your Apple watch, to, you know, whatever you use to track a workout. And it's almost like a social media thing. You know, you have an account. If you have an Apple Watch and you track a, a walk around the block, then it uploads on Strava and Strava and people who are following you in that club can, you know, like it or comment it or, you know, you can kind of track how everybody's going. And it's kind of cool because we could say, for example, what we're doing now is for every marathon, which would be, you know, 26.2 miles around 40 K that the, the members complete in Strava, we do a giveaway. So, nice. you know, if, if there's, we've got like, I think 60 members in there, you know, all it takes is for a few people to walk around the block a couple of days and then, you know, we have a giveaway, but it also kind of, it, I think there's a lot of, at least for me, it's very easy to kind of get inundated in the, nft space or just just like with work in general you know and you you kind of forget to i don't know like be active go outside you know do do things that you know it it, it is very difficult you know i mean i spent a lot of time sitting at a desk in an office this was kind of a way to hopefully integrate the two you know you can be on twitter talking to your you know checking out the nft space and also be connecting with people who are going to be like your 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 cheerleaders for whatever your, your fitness goals are, you know, whether yeah. you want to run a marathon or you just want to, you know, work your way up to running a mile eventually. Yeah. This is, this is a really, really cool feature. It's I appreciate motivating it. me. It's motivating me to just like get the hell up off my ass. And like, <laughs> I'm like, I need, I need to download this and get out. Yeah. And hop in there. Cause the, the Strava group is open to anybody in the NFT community. You don't have to be a member of the Sumatra fitness squad. Oh, cool. It's open to anybody who wants to be in there. It really is something that I think is, it, I think it will bring a lot of people to our brand, but I think yeah. more importantly, it's just a way for people to kind of get together in the space and, um, you know, obviously giveaways and rewards and things like that will, will only be for people in the community, but it gives everybody else a way to say, oh yeah, hey, what's going on? I saw you on Strava, great job, you know? Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah, I appreciate I really that. Like it's really cool. I was just gonna say, I'm, I'm active on uh, on Peloton, and it does has its own little tracking feature. And I gotta admit, that's one of my favorite things about it. I've thought about getting an Apple Watch, and uh, now I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for a Strava app as well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can upload your Peloton activities right to Strava. Definitely do that. Yeah. If you check out our Discord, we just made today a Peloton crew uh channel awesome yeah we have a few pelotoners so where did you say that's on your website uh it's on it's in the discord 
Oh, the Discord. Okay, maybe mm-hmm. I can pull that up in a minute. So mm-hmm. I was gonna say back to um, back to like the pricing. So I noticed that you guys uh, a little while ago were considering dropping the mint price. Is that just? I mean, I see that you've done that officially now. I just saw yep. that maybe an hour mm-hmm. ago. So is that basically just because of the price of you know ETH kind of shooting up over the last like week yeah. or two? Yeah, it's it's really crazy because we we kind of encountered it when we first started minting. We had like a big jump. ETH started to climb. Gas got crazy. I mean, yeah. we we minted like I think it was like six or eight hundred within like a couple hours, and then all of a sudden gas was at like four hundred, and then we stopped. And yeah, then I, min- I minted like three of them, and that's that's one of the things that usually prevents me from wanting to get in on an NFT project. Is fucking totally. gas prices like. I was just looking at trying to get in on something and just to place a bid, it was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to place a bid for a hundred dollars. I'd rather go to a real auction and place a bid for Seriously. free. You know? it, it, it is. It's, it's crazy. I mean, that was a big reason why, you know, I, there were a lot of people in our community who had, I mean, literally probably a dozen had DM'd me saying, Hey, listen, I think this is a good move. You know, we don't want to sit idle for so long that people were like, Hey, what's going on? Did they, you know, did they, are they out of the project is what's going on here? And, um, you know, first and foremost is like, we want to make sure that people that invested in the project are going to be protected. You know, once we see people start to like, um, we want to make sure that whatever happens, we're going to be able to move forward and provide value for the people that are in it. And for lowering the price. Yeah. It was like, there was probably four or five days consecutively where like the average gas price during, during peak hours was, I mean, it, it would have cost you four or five times the mint price yeah. just yeah. to, just to get one. And so it, it was just like, Hey, if, if we want to incentivize people to buy into it, we have to be able to compensate them on that front. You know, if you're, it's, it's interesting because if you want to get something, if you want to buy a uh, crypto punk, you know, a hundred dollars isn't that big of a deal. The gas isn't an issue, but if you're trying to build a community that's a grassroots organic community, you know, you're not paying influencers a percentage of, of sales to go shill it, then you've really got to, you constantly have to be evolving and adapting and strategizing to make sure you're in the best position. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's tough. Like with anything based on Ethereum right now, like when people Mm -hmm. come to me and they're like, Oh, you know, how much, how much should I put in? I'm like, uh, if you're trying to get into Ethereum, I'm like, just buy some Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't want to play around in the DeFi space with like even a thousand dollars is fucking garbage at this point. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know, like, it, there's no funny? reason to put investments in because like it's going to cost you a hundred dollars plus to put something in where you're going to be getting, you know, even a 20 or 30% return sometimes. Is that really going to cover your hundred dollars? And then when you want right. to pull it out, it's two hundred and fifty dollars. Like- right. <laughs> yeah. It 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 is kind of crazy, especially like when you look at all the. I think sometimes people don't really take gas into into account as much as they they should. You know, sometimes people I think just click buy or sell, and I mean, it it, it is really crazy because a thousand dollars. If you if I had like a thousand dollars cash sitting in front of me, I'd be like, great, a thousand bucks. If you have a thousand dollars in like you know your MetaMask wallet, you're like, man, I'm broke. What am I? So what can true. I do with it? Yeah, it's weird. Like spending spending like digital money is, for me is like 
it's a lot easier. It's almost like being in a casino, you know, we're like, right. It's like a video game. Yeah. You never have like the money for real. <laughs> so it's like, right. <laughs> like a, a long time ago when the, when the, um, the moon cat thing like resurfaced, I was like, uh-huh. Oh shit, I'm, I'm picking one of those up. And I'm like, well, out of all, cause I collect like real artwork. I'm like, this is the most expensive piece of art I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's so funny. But it seemed like so easy to do for some reason. Like I was like, "Meh, all right, I'm ha- it's doing it. I don't care." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are um, there are some mints where I'm like, "Man, I just spent that much money on like this mint or mint pass or whatever." And I'm like, "If if I had spent that money, like if I swiped my credit card even for it, I'd be like, what are you doing?'" Oh yeah, I mean, like you know? I I I go to the grocery store and I'm like. I'm at grocery outlet still like considering whether or not something that's a dollar is too expensive. <laughs> for sure, like, right? Yeah. You're looking for BOGO deals and yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, well, that thing that's normally $15 is a dollar, but I mean, is that really good enough? <laughs> and then yeah. like I'll come back and I'm like, yeah, there's 150 bucks that I just spent on like gas fees. <laughs> <laughs> almost like a rite of passage to become comfortable with that kind of spend though because it's like if you go to a traditional person who's not involved in crypto not involved with nfts you know ask them why they might pay you know 300 dollars for a jpeg of an orangutan it doesn't make sense until you actually get into what the what the technology is providing what nfts can do to protect artists um right there's just so much about it that that's even bigger than just the, the images, but then there's also just um, the value it provides to artists. But, um, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah, I, I agree. But there's yeah, always that moment you just get comfortable with dropping a bunch of money on an NFT that you may or may not do anything with. I feel like everybody has to make that leap at some point. Totally. And, and I think it's in, in a very, you know, un- unfortunately there has been a lot of, you know, rug pulls or misrepresentation you know i almost minted like a lot of that queenship before you know we found out what was going on with that with queenship and you know it it kind of makes you think like how much due diligence you should really be doing um there was a, a guy who was new to nfts and he hopped in one of our spaces before we launched sumatra fitness squad and he was telling me like hey like should should I admit this or what, you know, what should I do? And I was like, look, no, whether it's this project or any project, just do as much due diligence as you can to make sure, you know, you, you agree with the roadmap, you like the direction it's going, you know, cause there's so many things that you could look at and, and just pull the trigger on any given day. So, well, I guess I'll go back to like kind of how many of these that you have. Like, so I picked up three of them when I first heard about them. And luckily gas was like relatively low at that time. Right, That's right. Another thing though that like gets crazy with the gas prices is, you know, you have to pay the gas price every single time you mint one. So it's like, it yes. would be really nice if you could be like, I'm going to mint 20 of them. And it's like that one price, you know? Right, totally. Totally. But like, that's another thing that gets out of hand too, is you're like, oh, cool. I want to mint five. And then suddenly it's like, oh, cool. I'm going to spend $800 on the actual NFTs and $1,500 on the gas. Yep. 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 Exactly. Now, a quick word from our sponsor. Geode Finance is an ETH2 ecosystem providing turnkey validator node solutions to the world of DeFi. By partnering with Geode, 
DeFi projects of all types can smoothly integrate ETH2 staking into their platform. Geode offers a means for protocols to increase profitability and enables individuals to stake their Ethereum in a more secure and decentralized manner. Stakers need only select their chosen representative then can begin staking immediately on the Geode platform. Geode launches soon, so follow us on Twitter at geode underscore finance and visit our website at geode.fi. That's G-E-O-D-E dot F-I. Links to these items, including our blog and Discord, are included in the YouTube description for this episode. Thank you all for listening. And if you are interested in ETH2 staking, please check out our sponsor. Now, back to the show. So going back to that, having like the number that you have, I noticed that you have like secret green ones as well. Are those yeah. are those being yep. taken into account with the, the 3,333 number or do those add to it? No, those are on a different collection. So that's on the Polygon uh, blockchain. We um, we have a separate collection. We, we called it Squad Art. So those green ones, there's no variation. They're all the same. It was just, it was a drop. I think we did that for the first 1,200 or 1,000 token IDs. You know, so if you were the first thousand, if you owned one of the first thousand, you got airdropped this fun art piece. It's just kind of a thing. That collection, you know, ideally in the future, we're going to be, you know, collabing with other artists in the space and making some cool pieces that way that we can just drop to the community and just just kind of provide some value for them. So how many of those you dropped like a thousand of them? I, well, we dropped, it was for the first, if you owned, it was one per owner. So like if you own 10, oh. t- 10 tangs, you would you would get one uh, art piece. So I think it was like 400 or 300 maybe. And like what made you kind of decide to do that? Just like, you know, a little fun thing to do. Just encourage yeah. people to hop on. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of fun. We've been working with the artists on like companion airdrop stuff. So kind of in the meantime, we were kind of like, hey, let's put something fun together beforehand. Obviously the companion airdrop takes some time to get all of the art situated and things like that, even though we've been working on it for a little while. So we are like, let's make something fun, drop it to people who are early adopters, just show them that we appreciate them. And that kind of brings back something I feel like we should have addressed a while ago. Um, what is your role exactly in the project? <laughs> mostly mostly in the community you know i do obviously i do i handle the twitter most of the time um the other partners are more the back back house devs things like that so you're more involved in the community building and stuff right right yeah i work with the artists to kind of make sure everything you know make sure the variants are how we want them obviously make sure that everything works out when it's randomly assigned but I don't design them myself. Gotcha. How many people are actually part of the team? I guess like part of the core team, because I'm sure you probably have like mods and stuff like that in the Discord. Yeah, there, there's four of us, and then we've got a pretty good amount of mods. And so who who like conceived of the art specifically? Was that like a collaborative process to really get like, because like I said, one of the things I really like about mm. it is that really like 3D look. Because I haven't really seen yeah. too many projects. It's either a 2D 
or it's an actual, you know, 3D type thing made in Blender or something like that. Yeah, no, it, it was actually me and 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 another one of the um, co-founders. One of our co-founders is we we kind of came up with the original art. And we were like, all right, this isn't necessarily the direction we want to go, not necessarily the style we wanted. So the artist that we're using now was somebody who we had a relationship with before. And we were like, hey, this is what we've got. You know, this is what we've been working on. What do you think? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's 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 do it. So we just kind of molded over with with him for a little while. And uh, it came to fruition. And like, how did all of you actually link up together? Do you know each other in, you know, the real world? Yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. We 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 all were into NFTs. Um, I mean, I, I would say I probably get into it a little bit later. Most of everybody else on the team was into crypto, you know, five, six years ago, you know, going through the last uh, up and down. Um, and then we're probably early, earlier adopters of the NFT space. Um, but we all got into like Top Shot and obviously started getting into it heavily this year. But we've known each other in real life for a while. So one of the other things I was like wondering, do you have any uh, other experience in NFT projects or is this your first one that mm. you've like really been deeply involved in? This is, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, this is the only one that I'm involved in the actual, I mean, obviously I, I own other pieces to other, like I'm in other communities, but oh. this is the only one that I've founded or played like an actual role in the actual team. Did you have like, you know, was there a large learning curve to this? Because I know a lot of artists yeah. that, you know, don't even know about the NFT space yet. And I'm always trying to, like, push them over into it because some of right. them just, you know, they're like hardcore struggling. And I'm like, you don't understand. You could make like the amount of money you make every year. You could make that every second. <laughs> totally. Like totally. It's, it is crazy, like especially with I mean, and, and there was a huge learning curve. I mean, because kind of like I said before, it's like it, it just the space evolves so much i mean yeah. you know when when we originally were thinking about it we we're like great this would be fun like you know we we've like you know i i had been in a lot of different communities and i had connections with a lot of groups and and people in the space um and then like it, the learning curve obviously was is just huge because how you how you get you know how you, how you promote a project what value it provides you know it's you know it's so much more important now than it even was a couple months ago oh, to yeah. really have a value proposition i mean the, i mean even still today you see people whose roadmap is essentially like you know we're gonna do a giveaway after we sell out and you know we're, we're gonna wing it from there and you know it, or or they you know you you kind of get caught up in Twitter in the NFT space where you're just inundated by these quote unquote influencers or promoters and is it is it good information is it you know is it realistic or are they being paid off or you know yeah. it's just a crazy whirlwind and like trying to be able to give good organic information to people to tell them who you are and to stand out from everything else that's going on in like the whirlwind right now. Yeah. It is a crazy, it's a crazy learning curve, but it's, it is a ton, it is a ton of fun, especially with the community that we have is just an awesome core group of people. Um, 
and it's it's been a, a killer time. That's one of the things I've noticed. Like I've been kind of pretty getting pretty deep in the NFT community over the past like month, I would say. And mm -hmm. I've noticed that I'm enjoying it a lot more than just like being part of the coins and tokens type project. Because right. a lot of that stuff is really complex. I'm a big fan of art and it's pretty easy to understand that, you know, you either like or don't like what something looks like and you, you like the people involved in it, you know? Totally. Yeah. So that's why I've really been like digging it and really searching out, you know, other projects recently. I mean, I think the first like NFT based project that we talked with was Star Atlas. Um, we've interviewed oh, cool. like someone from uh, the Damn Tasty Corn Chips, which was the first project that we <laughs> heard about that was over on Wax. That was like a randomized card game, which is pretty cool. And <laughs> yeah, then, that is yeah, cool. Like, yeah, I mean, like we've we've hit up some pretty interesting people. Like we talked with uh, artist the Bob recently about a little collection that he's doing where he builds it like every single day. <laughs> so he just gets up and like makes his little characters and then puts them up. And he's got probably 150 people a day now that are just sitting there waiting for his drop, like trying to get it. That's and, awesome. See that that's yeah, really cool. You love to hear like cool yeah, stories like that. Yeah, it's so much fun. Like I'm just digging it. It's 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 a lot of fun compared to like just the money, money, money based type part of crypto. T totally. Yeah. So a couple last little things I wanted to touch on, um, I guess related back to what I was just saying, do you have any recommendations for like new artists who want to get involved in the NFT space and especially like in generative projects like the Sumatra fitness squad or crypto punks mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, board apes. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole, only that's a whole different level of trying to like hunt down, you know, devs and programmers right. and stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing is, too. I mean, fortunately, we have people that we know and trust. I mean, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to, you know, go out looking for some, you know, you, it would have to be somebody that you have a relationship with, you know, if they're going to be managing your your contract. Um but I would, you know, my number one, I guess, something that I would, th the main advice I would say is just get in the space and talk to people and build real relationships with them. Uh -huh. And, you know, you, you can grow that way. I think that's the best way to go about it is really just trying to make, make real connections, show people who you are, put your stuff out there and just let the space kind of take it. Um, especially for like a lot of these, it, like one-on-one -on -one artists, sometimes you see them and they're, um, just kind of going by it. And next thing you know, a couple people like it and they start selling it. And like you said, they can make a really good amount of money. I think it's more just about like being in the space and always being in front of people, you know, making yeah. sure that you're, you're front of your top of mind. Yeah. I mean, like when we were talking with Bob, he was saying, cause the way that I found out about his project was like, you know, all the the people who have just stupid amounts of ETH just laying around, they're always like, you know, like, follow, post your art. I've got 20 ETH to blow today. Totally, totally. And I was just kind of going through because it's it's fun to kind of look and see what people post in there. And yeah, I just right. saw him like in there posting about something and I hopped over to his Discord and I was like, oh shit, this is pretty neat. And I, I, I feel like it's an interesting thing because, you know, Twitter is probably a good way to actually get the word out. Discord is a great way to build a real community. Definitely, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Especially with, um, the, yeah, there's certain 
I mean, it's kind of like we were talking about before. Like, there, there's so much in Twitter, this like whirlwind of like, it's like an overload of like, here's my project, here's what I'm showing, you yeah. know, here's all this stuff, and you know, you don't really know necessarily where you're at. But when you're in Discord, it's it's so much easier to kind of get into the nitty gritty of it, and yeah. and have real discussions, you know. And when you're on Twitter, it's cool because you can you can form those relationships, but you're also going to have your feed that's just like in this whirlwind. I think for if it was like an up and coming artist or if it was somebody wanting to build a project themselves, one thing, you know, just to be completely transparent, man, I wish that we would have given it more time to get our project out there, um, to let people know who we were, what we stood for. Because I think that we went from, hey, here's our Twitter to we're minting much quicker than a lot of projects should, you know, I mean, fortunately we had a good, we have a good community and we have a, a good project and we have a, I think we have one of the best roadmaps in the space, to be honest with you. I don't think that anybody else is providing the value that, that we're going to be providing. But at the end of the day, it comes down to exposure and it comes down to like, you know, how many people know you're going to be out there and what your roadmap is. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, um, do you want to kind of go over like the roadmap and kind of talk about where you are and, you know, where you're heading at this point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have kind of two roadmaps and we call them the tree maps because, you know, there are orangutans in the Sumatran jungle. But um, there's so one is obviously during the sale and then one will be post sale what we're going to do for the community moving forward. So we're. We're about 60, I think somewhere between 60 and 70% sold out at the moment. So we have set up our community fund and we've set up our grant fund. So both of those got set up with two and a half Ethereum each, and they're going to get two and a half percent of secondary sales each. Um, the community fund is going to be used to build the community. M most importantly, the community fund will be used to support members who are giving back through like promotion or outreach or, you know, creative, um, you know, it, just like kind of how we said before, if, an, if, if there was an artist in our community who could make a couple bucks doing creative for us, great. We'd rather employ them than, you know, somebody else who, who might not be as into the knowledgeable of where the community is at. Um, the second is the grant fund. So that gets, it's going to be a community driven fund that's going to support different donations and fundraisers. So it could be orangutan outreach. It could be, you know, some, somebody that needs help that it might be time specific. You know, let's say there's a natural disaster somewhere and we want to throw a couple thousand dollars to help these people out. Mm -hmm. We can go that route. Um, and then it's 75% sold, which obviously we're closing in on that, is when we donate $20,000 to Orangutan Outreach. Yeah, how does how does something like that work? Because like at some point, I assume that they don't accept cryptocurrency, or do they? Yeah, Orangutan Outreach does. Okay, that's cool. Because yeah. I was going to say, like, that's got to be kind of a pain in the ass if you're the one who has to pull it out and then, like, take the tax burden, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, and, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure all of our accountants are going to want to kill us after uh 2021 but yeah it's gonna be fortunately they are in 
they, they're pretty, they have a, a, uh, a presence in the NFT space. So I don't think it's lost on them that that's something they want to do. I think they have like a giving block API on their website. So they take Bitcoin or Ethereum. Nice. Yeah. And then at a hundred percent sellout, we pick a member of the squad to get two plane tickets to Sumatra with five days paid uh, lodging. And it was just something that, that we thought was awesome. Are you choosing that like kind of based on community participation or are you choosing that just like nope. random number? Generator? It's going to be to totally random. Every, every, um, every token ID. So the more you own, the better chance you have, but every token ID will be put into a randomizer. We're going to randomize it like five times and whoever gets it goes. I mean, we really wanted to do it to kind of part of, Part of what I felt was we're using the likeness of the orangutan. Let's give back to orangutan outreach. Let's support the orangutan habitat. Um, let's support the Sumatran um, travel and um, hospitality industry. You know, their tourism industry, especially after I'm sure what was a tumultuous 2020 with COVID. Um, really try to give back to them. I don't want to like use the name and likeness of these people and not, and you know, not have it benefit them in any way yeah so and obviously it's it's a win-win hopefully somebody in their their partner or friend can go have a an awesome time that's awesome what are plans like i think you said like after the fact that you are going to yep. be doing like drops and stuff do you want to like release any kind of information about like future plans yeah yeah we've got a companion airdrop that's in the works We're, we've kind of been going back and forth on the the art and things like that um we're, we're planning on doing a metaverse type of thing, obviously, like most projects are. Um, we'll kind of see how the community feels, what direction they want to go. Um, we we also want to obviously build out the fitness side of it pretty well, build out like, you know, the club, the Strava club. Um, ideally, as we build the community, we can get people like... Um, you know, a, a dietitian or a, a fitness uh, trainer to pop in, give advice, uh, maybe have plans written for people that might want them, whether they want to train for a 5K or they want to do something bigger. Um, you know, I, just providing support for people who want to stay healthy, um, fit, get, you know, have a sense of well-being there. Build a Strava Club, keep the fitness aspect of it. And yeah, just keep building the community that way. We have the community fund and the grant fund that we're really pumped about. And uh, we think it'll be awesome. Well, yeah, that's that's about all I've got. Fry, do you have any other questions? No, that was pretty much it for me. Just uh, anything else you want to share about the project or anything else before we wrap? You know, I don't think so. We're, we're minting now. It's 0 0.02 Ethereum. So check us out. And of course, if, if, if you all or if anybody else listening has a question, feel free to shoot me a DM on Twitter or something. I'd love to connect with you, answer some questions, maybe do a collab. You know, we, I've had a couple projects reach out to me lately wanting to do uh, collabs. I'm always down to, to for like a win-win in the space. I think that's always awesome. So awesome. sounds great. And yeah, you yeah. guys have a Twitter, you guys have a Discord, any other places everyone can find you guys? Those are probably the best. I would say check us out on Twitter, but most importantly, join the Discord and, and chop it up with everybody. We we really have like an awesome community. The people in there are just uh, so, some of the best people really in the space. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. I hope you have a great weekend. 
Hey, likewise. Thanks for having me. Appreciate y'all. Talk to you soon. Take Talk care. to you. Later.